morning, good afternoon, and good night. Welcome back to Nate's Room. I'm your humble host, N8. And again, we have one of the homies on the podcast, what up, what Greg up? Brown, one-fifth of Road to Hollywood. You know, uh, Greg has been filming with us from the jump since 2010. Known Greg as a brother, as a friend, since way back when. Uh, damn, since when? Like like middle school where I met you? Or Man, probably, was, probably maybe fifth grade into middle mm, school type shit. Going to fifth grade into yeah. middle since sixth grade, bro. 10, yeah. 11 years old. For sure. For those Crazy, of you man. that uh, don't know Greg, or, or for those of you, or any listeners that don't know you, Greg, you can, can you just give them a quick summary of who you are and who you came to be to today? Oh, man, man. I'm uh, Greg, a.k.a. Greg the Great Dog. Um, like you said, one fit the road to Hollywood, man. Uh, shoot, all around, I'd say I'm a, you know, humble guy, loving, uh, you know, outgoing, just trying to make everybody in the room feel great about themselves. Uh, but other than that, man, I'd say I'm really, uh, really just a fun guy, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just a fun guy. <laughs> nah, 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 but um, no, nah, I say I just I'm really I'm really just an outgoing guy, man. Like that just loves to chase his dreams and, and have a great time, man. And focus on the great great things in life rather than negative bullshit. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. For sure. I feel that. You feel me? That's just my view, man. This is how I move and how I roll, brother. Yeah. So how's <laughs> how how is your experiences being a member of Road to Hollywood and oh, man, living it's... your life? The you know uh, living your, you know basically it's kind of like what I said like we have like kind of two lives like we have the RTH life and then we have our regular life and yeah, we go yeah, see yeah, our definitely. families and stuff like that. Well, man, it's, so and how do you balance the two? Well, for me, man, this is a little bit different because just the fact that my intermediate family really isn't anywhere near me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like mom, everybody's more than a few hours away mm-hmm. when it comes down to my actual family and going to see them. So really here. All I really have family-wise is my cousins and aunts. You get me? Yeah. And y'all niggas. Yeah, true. You know? Like, other than that, like, my mom's in Atlanta. Sister's in Tampa. Dad's in Jamaica. You mm-hmm. feel me? So, it's like... Your immediate family's basically yeah. all over. I have to travel to go see the, places, see the yeah. people, too. You know, my the, my loved ones. Okay. To spend time with them, so... And it's been like that for, damn, for quite some time, man. Yeah, how does that... How, how do you feel about that? Do you, like, miss them a lot? Like, because I don't know what it's like not to have any immediate family around... Well, um, I mean, I always, even when I went to Lakeland and Tampa, I always yeah. had like my, my sister. Like it was like, all right, I'm cool with that, you know. Oh, true. And then I'll yeah. go visit my parents, come back down to you know Fort Lauderdale and visit my parents or whatever. But then I was like, damn, it sucks, you know. I'm kind of away from man. the peoples, you know. But it was, it was, um, man, it was, it was different, dude. Because you know, obviously, I was cool with my dad being gone because he was gone for a minute, so I was used to seeing going to visit my dad. But when it came to like my mom leaving. Oh man, that shit was crazy. I remember that. I remember that day like it was yesterday, bro. Cause I was already moved out the crib, uh-huh. living with uh, my chick with Issa at mm-hmm. that time. And oh yeah, you were she married. She came to say right? bye to me. Yeah, man. Yeah, Greg. For those of you who don't know, yeah, Greg dude. was married at eighteen years old. It's in well, the well, timeline 19. web series. I just 19. turned. Yeah, right. I turned just turned nineteen, and like two months, three months later, mm-hmm. I got married, and wow. she just turned eighteen. Yeah, man, it was an arrangement through the parents and and shit. It was just. So it was a crazy situation, but I feel like it's really what turned me into a man and gave me responsibility so young to just handle my shit. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it was, it was it was good, man. It was a good it was a good lesson, but it also taught me that you know, like marriage is just 
on paper, man. Yeah. Like you could be in love with somebody and have a family with somebody without having freaking to sign legal papers saying that we gotta split our money this way or do this, and it's just it's just retarded, bro. Uh -huh. Legally, legal wise, yeah. but like love should be love, bro. <laughs> you feel me? Why do we have to sign something to to show that we love each other? I agree, that man. That makes no sense. And I feel like it's more catered to the to the woman than it is catered to the guy. You oh, know, for because sure, if bro. anything happens in the relationship, it all goes her the way. woman goes, she gets it all everything. Goes her way, you yeah. know? Unless yeah. you sign something for that too. Yeah, you so get that's to sign literally something. bro. Yeah. So it literally turned love into a business. Now. Yeah, to a that's business. Crazy. That's crazy. Of course. And then when you shit. want to get divorced, you remember you had to pay money what? to get divorced. You pay, bro, we had to pay segments. That's crazy. That's how much money it was for segments, bro. To get a divorce. It's crazy. It's insane. Crazy. Yeah, well what so when your family when basically your mom left, your your sister left, my mom left and your dad's been living. in Jamaica for the longest. Yeah, so my mom left and then I was and then after me and Chick broke up, ended up getting divorced. Mm -hmm. I was living with my sister. Yeah. And then my sister left. Mm -hmm. Living with me. So it was just like that was like like, all right, that was, like, the last thing. Like, yo, my sister's out, man. She's going to Tampa. Yeah. Which wasn't bad. Tampa's not too far, four-hour yeah, drive. It's but bad. it's still, like, damn, I got to go at least four hours True. to go see her. To go you see feel her. me? Yeah. But it was good, man. It was, shoot, because if she would have stayed. It's just, it's just crazy how shit works out. Because if she would have stayed, she would have lost her job. Mm -hmm. Like, like the next month. Yeah. Or the month after. So it's just crazy how things work out for her. But, hey, that's how it is, man. And then that's when I was just really on my own out here, man. And, you know, I'd have to just set up times. Bro, there'd be times where I haven't seen, where I wouldn't see my family for, man, I don't even know how long. Months, bro. Yeah. Months, all of them. And then, you know, whenever I got the time and the money, I'd just go see them. Mm -hmm. So that's really what So do you think um, them leaving and you not basically having anybody to really fall back on over here, mm -hmm. and you were like, all right, I got to make sure my shit is on point, like, or, yeah, you know, in, a, in a way, of course. Yeah, yeah it kind of made you want to manage your money better. Yeah, definitely. Stuff like I that. I had to, man. You really have a choice. Yeah. You couldn't call mom in Atlanta to, mom, I need help with this and that. Just, yeah, you didn't feel you just, didn't, yeah. yeah, you were like, damn, I got to do like, it. Yo, she's mom. in a whole other state handling her own shit yeah. that she has to handle. All right. You know, so. Yeah, man. For sure. So it, it kind of it just manned me up real quick, but it, it was good, man. It was in a good way where. I just learned a lot, like, responsibility-wise. Like, all right, I know what the fuck I got to do. I know how to be on point with my shit, you know? Mm. Where, to the point where I won't be late or try not to be late on nothing. Sure. But that <laughs> shit just fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we all know bills are fucking bullshit, bro. So, you know, that's what it comes down to, brother. Yeah, yeah. B bills are like a pest in our ass. And that's why we got a comedy skit called, uh, well, I don't know oh, what we're going to call when it yet. But out, it's, it's about bills awesome. attacking you basically in human form. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Um, but um, the hardest balance was really just, like you said, balancing us filming creating and creating every week and me seeing my family and working. Dude, fucking working to be able to pay my bills, living on my own. Like, it's pretty crazy. When I look back on it, I'm just like, damn, I don't even know how the fuck I really did that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's God, man. For sure. God your spot was the spot where we met up when we first, yeah. like, my your, spot was the spot where your we apartment met up was filmed. where we, yeah, filmed and we met up there because we couldn't film at our parents' house, yeah. like, because, you know, they they got their shit going on. So, uh, yeah. Greg's spot was like this, the spot where we went to to. 
just creatively get shit done. We had all mm-hmm. our meetings there and shit. Our sure, minds, yeah, we put all our skits. minds together in your apartment. Yeah, a, like, lot of, a lot of skits there. And then yeah. you had to hold the apartment down, which was like a lot of money for your age. Well, you know, you didn't have the luxury to live, like stay at your mom's house and like fucking save money at a young mm-hmm. age or whatever. You're working two jobs, bro. Yeah, you're working two jobs. And Fe- what was it, FedEx and, FedEx and the fish and job, was- right? Well, first it was FedEx and PRC. Oh, and PRC, yeah. Yeah, yeah. FedEx and PRC. Yeah. Then it was FedEx and the fish job. And then fishes, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, bro. Cool. So what what do you try to do to try to maintain that balance between work and like going after your dreams or going after what you want in life? It was crazy, man. Like, that's another thing. Like, working so much, so young, and trying to chase your dreams, also made me realize a lot of shit when it came to where you are as a worker in a corporate company and where you are as a worker for your own company chasing your dreams. You feel me? Like, when y'all, like, uh, per, the prime example, bro, is like when, y'all, when we all went to Cali for the first time. Yeah. And I couldn't go. Yeah. Because fucking, because my job, because it was peak season. And if I missed it, I would have lost my job or something like that. And this is a job that my mom worked at at the time. So I was like, so like, oh, I got to make sure it's right because my mom worked here for so much years and it's okay. Yeah. Fuck that. At the end of the day, they let me and my mother go at the end of the day. Yeah, so it yeah. like shows that at the end of the day, bro, we're still just fucking numbers. Yeah. You feel me? So instead of fucking going and, and getting this experience with, with, with my dream, which is what the fuck I should have done, I let that shit slide. Didn't go. And then ended up getting fired from that shit. Oh, yeah. Because you got into a fight with, like, a deaf person. I, right? Yeah, not yeah, because it's fucking some deaf motherfucker put his hands on me for no reason. After I said good morning to him, bro. Wow. Insane. Maybe he was having, they, like, a bad day And they fired both day, of us. Like... They fired both of us, man. Maybe he, thought, I was just like, maybe he thought you were trying no, to fight him. No, no lie. The deaf nigga was known as an asshole. Like, just cause oh, he's for deaf real? Doesn't, he was just... Bro, just because he's deaf doesn't mean he's he not a good a person dick? or a bad. You could be deaf and be a dickhead, bro. Yeah, or you, you can, can be blind, can be and, be blind and be an asshole, asshole. too. You can, there's, there's no limit to an asshole or your energy, bro, of being a dick or True. being negative, being have negative energy. But that motherfucker was known for his negative energy. Damn, period. maybe his girl cheated on him that day or something. No, but he was known. He was definitely known for his negative do you, energy. Do you think you would have handled that situation a little bit better than you did than when you were younger? Um, It's, it's funny. When I look back at it, I was like, I might as well just beat his ass. Like, yeah. I should have just whooped his ass. <laughs> like, honestly, like, it sounds bad whooping the deaf person's ass. Yeah, he should have went all the way. the way he put his hands on me, you would have been like, yeah. like, the way I reacted was calm, and oh, I got true. fired for it. True. Like, you feel me? Like, like I was I was hot, but I, I didn't put my hands on him. I was just like, bro, you crazy? I, I mushed him, pointed his forehead and mushed him. You feel me? Like, bro, don't touch me like that. You're out of your mind. But wow. I could I could have just smacked that nigga if I yeah, wanted yeah. to, you feel me? And then sparked that off from there, but... You know, I was like, like I, like I always thought, man, my mom's workplace and shit. I'm gonna contain myself, bro. And they still, still let me go. Right now. So I was like, okay, bro, fuck these corporate jobs. And I think from there, I feel like especially when you're black, man, yeah. it's like I think, kind of. I think let from you there, go, that's when I don't think I ever really like. I was full time, but I wasn't. Like I was like I had only from there. I didn't have two jobs. I was yeah. like, fuck having two jobs, bro. Like I'd rather just work <laughs> one job and then have more time to put into. My fucking dream and filming and yeah. doing what's needed, dog. Because you know? mm-hmm. it's just, it doesn't make sense, dog. So now that you're working, you're you got your job mm-hmm. and you're working, and then you're doing RTH. 
what's the hardest part about balancing that? The hardest, I feel like the hardest part, part balancing now is just um, creating a right sleep schedule, bro. Because of the yeah. hours I work, you mm-hmm. feel me? But it's good. Once you get a balance, once you get the right balance, I think shit, everything can just flow right. Yeah, so that's something currently you're working on right now to get better in is yeah, trying to time, create like man. a, a planning time. out your days or 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 yeah. or yeah, getting the right sleep schedule and stuff like that. Yeah, balancing time, bro. For it's, sure. It's fucking yeah, it's super important. That's the only thing you can't get back, bro, and that shit just goes, man. Yeah. And it's like, dang, you don't even realize how quickly it goes. Nah, dude. true, just, man. Just yeah. going, man. It's about to be 2020, bro. <laughs> It's insane. In like three months, right? Yeah, bro. Before we know it, it's going to be 2020. It's like, it's about to be Halloween. After Halloween, it's a wrap. Yeah. Well, I, it's always <coughs> a wrap after Halloween. Because yeah. after, after Halloween, Halloween so everything just speeds up. Damn, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. So, also, you know, what's been going on with you and in, in traveling? Like, uh, like uh, we've seen that you've been traveling a lot yeah, on Instagram. You're taking oh, your yeah. little stories and... We went to Columbia for my thirtieth, which I really appreciate you coming because uh, yeah. I probably awesome. would have been lost in the sauce, like me and Julius. Well, we probably would have somehow got through, yeah. but the trip wouldn't have been as smooth as if if you weren't there because you were able because you had you knew Spanish yeah. a lot smoother I was than able we to did. Translate, yeah, you were them. able to translate a lot of things because originally Gio was supposed to go because it's yeah. his country, of course, and he's the Gio one that's the one like that pl- set it all up. up. Yeah. yeah, Gio's like, oh, I got a whole itinerary. But then, you know, unfortunately, his grandfather died, yeah. and he had to contribute to the to the yeah, funeral, which put him out of pocket a lot. Yeah. So I understand that. I wasn't that, hating yeah. on him with that. Yeah, but that's understandable completely. Man. Yeah, Family you were basically first. our tour guide for friggin' yeah, Colombia, you know? Yeah, it was a, it was so a great time, dope. bro. So when did you, like, learn Spanish? Like, you said it was in high school? Um, and man, just I stuck learned with Spanish it? when I was ninth grade, dude. So I was like, that's when I started learning Spanish. I didn't learn it fluently. I was fluent by... It took me a couple of years to get fluent with it because I was, you know, learning how to read and write it. And my closest teacher was my Spanish teacher, like from all high school, yeah. like from ninth grade, Miss Sanchez. Like, bless her heart. Shout out to Miss Sanchez. I don't know where you. I think she's. I think she's actually still speaking, uh, teaching Spanish at my high school. You should go visit her. I should go visit her. I should pull up on her. Yeah. But um, yeah, man, Miss Sanchez. Yo, she was. I was in ninth grade. Damn, how old is that? Fourteen. Fourteen. I started learning. I started learning Spanish at wow. fourteen, bro. And I graduated with native speaker, man. So uh, at the time I graduated, I knew how to like write full essays in Spanish, read full essays in Spanish. Like wow, like I was like I was doing I was doing Spanish competitions against other fucking I mean against other against other um, people who were like native speakers or even like Spanish speaking people competitions, bro. Like on Saturday, I'd pull up to school on a Saturday and go to the fucking I'll go to Telemundo Telemundo shows, bro. Yeah, she would take me on field trips to Telemundo shows. Like, do a whole bunch That's of shit in Spanish. It was dope. So it as far as experience. as far as like traveling, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on, you know, people getting to travel and get out of their country? Or, oh man, or what does it if do you for chance, your soul, your spiritual soul, or what does it do for you, mentally? I don't know. What does it do for a person man, to travel? Traveling does to me, man. It really opens my mind to just seeing how. We are how we truly are as humans, man. Like, and how we adapt, and how how we can just adapt to basically anything, and and just also also how we um what's the word I'm looking for? Almost how we conform. Like we just give into our society, mostly. 
Most of them do. Some of them will, will obviously try to grow their society. But just how they're just, like, so stuck in their ways everywhere, no matter where you go. Yeah. You know, the culture is different. Everything's different. But everybody's still stuck in the ways of their daily routines of just the same shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> same shit, different day, bro. Mm-hmm. And you would think it would be different in certain areas. But, bro, you see it and you're like, what the fuck? It's yeah. Same shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Job. Come home. Drink. Do whatever the fuck drugs they do or spend time with their family. Yeah. Fuck, have a baby. So you're it. saying that we all we all pretty much have a lot in common, even oh, though bro. we're in separate yeah. and, um, countries. There's black people everywhere, for True. sure. Sure. No matter where you go, like we're we're everywhere, dude. Yeah. Which which another which, which to me, like, just almost in a way, really makes sense that we're we're the fucking original humans, bro. <laughs> like it is what it is, bro. Like we are the original humans, dude. Yeah, we're fucking everywhere, dude. Like when I went to Colombia and seen these black Colombians, blacker than us, bro. Oh, word, they were blacker pretty than black, us, dude. man. They were really. And you black, go to Mexico, man. see blacker Mexicans yeah. than us, bro. I'm like, what? Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, we're everywhere. There's no stopping us, dude. <laughs> like, they're, yeah. we're just we're gonna. And you went to Colombia and Mexico yeah. by yourself. By myself, yeah, yeah. Just like, and travel by myself. Were you ever scared? Is it good to travel by yourself? It's or crazy, you man. Like... like, knock on wood, traveling by myself. I've never had any negative vibes, bro. I mm-hmm. never like once. Dude. Never not once like, somebody watching once you like, oh, he's alone. Watching go me or somebody rape saying, him and yo, kill let's him. Let's go here. Or like, yo, can I get some money? Like, yeah. no, nothing, bro. Not Except for that, you know, yeah. Uh. That time we were in Colombia, we almost got kidnapped, dude. Oh, was it wasn't alone, though. Was yeah, it was with us. Yeah, it was <laughs> with y'all. So it was funny, dude. Like, I felt like, I felt uneasy, but I still didn't feel, like, like too threatening. I don't know if y'all remember. I was kind of, like, chilling. Like, yeah. I was I was asking him, like, yo, where the fuck are we going? Like, God, what's taking so long? But yeah. I wasn't, because I was watching, I was studying. I was, I'm a watcher, bro. I watch motherfuckers' energy, bro. I watched their facial expressions. Yeah. Even when I don't even seem like I'm watching him, bro. I'm watching, even the driver, bro. I'm looking in the mirror, looking at this motherfucker's face. <laughs> like, all right, bro. I'm just, I'm just keeping an eye on everything, dude. So I'm just like, it didn't seem like they were on that type of vibe. It just seemed like they were like, yo, we got some dudes that's gonna spend some money. Yeah. We just want to make sure they have a good time. So what happened was fucked up. Was that um, ride. Greg met these guys in Colombia on the street, and I guess they were like tour guides. Yeah, and they're like, oh, you guys, you guys want to have fun tonight? You got one, girl. <laughs> so he's like, so he ends up taking us to a, a club, you know, uh, that night. But we didn't know yeah, we where he was taking club. us at the time because, you know, yeah, it was a club, you know. But we didn't know mm-hmm. where he was taking mm-hmm. us at the time because mm-hmm. he was taking us so far away from where we stayed at. So that huh. was really scary because they like picked a, us up in a van and shit. Like a 45-minute drive, dude. Yeah. It was Maybe pretty longer. It was pretty long. To and, the point uh, where, and we had to give money. It was just it was just a long trip, bro. It felt like it took like an hour to get there almost. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's really what it was. But still a good time, man. Yeah, yeah. Still a good freaking time. Yeah. Because we were like, if anything, we'll just fight. You yeah, know? we just beat the shit. Because it was what, three against four? Yeah, we had yeah. big, we had Marlon's big yeah, ass. Yeah, Marlon we was the, big as shit. Yeah, so he was, was he was ready I'm to like, knock gonna somebody beat out. Ass. Yeah. I still got service for navigation. Get back to our spot. Oh, yeah. We'll take the car, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Might end crazy. up in Colombia jail, but <laughs> hey. For real. <laughs> yeah, that shit was a crazy experience. So you never ever felt like scared, not once. Taking a trip to you know, um, no, by man. I went to Colombia twice by myself. I went to Medellin and I went to uh, Cartagena. 
That's my right. birthday. By and then Mexico. And I went to Mexico by myself. And you yeah. also went to Vegas by yourself. You went to Vegas. Vegas was the first place I went by myself. And not every time, bro. Vegas was by myself. was probably one Epic. of the craziest times of my life. Like, I was literally like, dude. Like, just, bro, I, think I literally want to make, like, a mini movie off of that shit. Just because the, the timeline of everything that just happened to me. It was just crazy. Like, dude, wow. I got, I landed in Vegas. I already had money saved for Vegas. And I was going to go out that night. And I was so tired. I'm like, yo, I'm not going to go out. Because the time difference hit me. I went, I took my ass to sleep, woke up in the morning. The two income tax checks dropped into my account, dude. Wow. What? It was like, it was like, bro, it was like that $6,000, bro. It was just dropped into my account. What? That's serious, bro. I was like, what the fuck? Like, almost 6000 like 5000 and change. I was like, whoa, bro. Yeah. Then I went to go gamble. So I was like, let me test my luck, nigga. Like, I'm damn, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm in Vegas. I won like a couple hundred and met the bartender chick. And wow. then from there, the shit just went, shit just went up, bro. Uh, <laughs> it was crazy. By and, myself, man. Ended up doing all types of fun shit. Oh, man. Wow. Crazy time. Yeah, that's but, tough, um, man. But I feel, like, I feel like those times are like, like I said, like, it's great experiences for writing. And just adding like epic shit that you just go through, cause man, I feel like I just gotta take advantage of, of having it, man, and be able to travel. So I try to just have at least a little getaway, or if not, it's funny. Like when I first actually started traveling, like I was going to see all my family, like cause like I said, like I had to travel to go see all my family, you know? Yeah. So the first, like I think. Damn, maybe like seven places I went was to, was literally family. I went to New York. I was with my cousins. I went to Denver. I was with my with my cousin, my goddaughter. Mm-hmm. I went to Atlanta a few times. I drove to Tampa. I went to Jamaica. You see my yeah, name? true. Well, that's dope, man. <laughs> yeah, man. So it was like a vacation, but at the same time, it was like you know going to see my loved ones that I haven't seen in forever. So what else like did you learn as traveling by yourself? Did you learn anything about yourself? Oh yeah, man, traveling by yourself, bro, is the best the best serenity to yourself, man. It's like it gives you peace of mind and lets you see. Just man, it's almost like a straight meditation like session the whole way because the plane you're alone. The plane is like a whole meditation session, bro. Like you're just. What are you thinking about on the plane? Just life, man. Just, just what really matters, dog. Like, which is your goals, man. What, what really matters is just what you love, man. What you love to do. If you're not doing what you love to do every day, bro, you're fucking losing, man. Yeah. And that's really what it is, bro. Even if you're not there yet, where you want to be, as long as yeah. you're at least as long doing, as you're doing what you it, love yeah, to man. do, man. As long as you're doing it and around people. Yeah. That that you that is and it's all has it has to be a reciprocation, bro. Like. You have to love them, and they have to love you, dude. Because mm-hmm. if and if you're surrounded by that, you're winning, dude. That's yeah. what that's what life's about. Fuck the money, fuck the fame, fuck all that shit. That's it. But regardless, if you if you're surrounded by that and you keep growing, that's going to come, bro. Yeah. On what you depending on what you want in your life. Mm-hmm. You get me? But you just got to make sure that you have that around you. Yeah. And that's what it's about, man. Keeping that shit around you, dude. That's right. That's um, right. If not, man, shit. That's why. That's why I love the Joker, bro. That's what I love the most about the Joker, dude. Yeah. Cause I remember, you, I remember you saying you didn't really like. No, it. No, I liked it, but it, I just, was, so it just wasn't. But the deepness, what I saw in it, it was, yeah. bro. He had no love, the whole fucking time, from the beginning of the movie, bro. Not one person gave him a hug, and one person 
Bro, the man, the only time he got a kiss, he was imagining it. Yeah, that's right. On the forehead, bro, the only time he got a kiss was freaking in his head, dude. Only time he felt love, it was in his head from the girl. He never was loved, bro. Yeah. And look how crazy it drove him. So you feel like if he was loved, he wouldn't have done the crazy shit that he of did? Of course. Bro, love is the most powerful thing in the you world, You think it's dude. more powerful than a mental illness? I think so. I think you can, I think you can definitely, I think love can definitely help a lot with the mental illness. If you're thinking negative thoughts all the time, but you're surrounded by love, love's going to drive out the negativity, dude. I don't know. I think, I think over time, if you're constantly surrounded by love, bro, and you're thinking negative thoughts, eventually those shits are going to go away, bro. You're constantly surrounded by love. Unless you're really that... Unless, unless it's really just that strong, bro. That's when you're just, to me, you're just insane, bro. You're, you must have to be like a demon. Nah, you it's must... not. It's not. I don't think it's being a demon. I feel like there's just uh, certain steps. Like, you know, there's obviously medication out there for mental mm-hmm. illnesses and stuff like that. But maybe it's but just. But those medications have side effects, bro. It's not fucking. No, it's legit, true. But bro. sometimes. They fuck you up even more, though. Some of them fuck you up even more. Yeah, but some of them have been proven oh, yeah, labs somehow, to yeah. really help you with your bipolar disorder or your schizophrenia mm-hmm. or you know stuff like that. And when you don't take it, That's there's I don't think crazy, there's yeah. any amount of love that could save you from that. It's either you would have to have a mm-hmm. deep awakening from like but, a psychedelic or something, seen, or but you've seen but what but you've seen most medicine. of the time. I feel like. Like yeah, some some of those diseases could be hereditary, but I feel like some of those are literally made. Look, Joker's was made, bro. He was being abused as a fucking kid, dude. Yeah. He was being sexually abused, and he didn't even know it. He didn't even. He had no idea. Think about it, bro. He had no idea until he looked back at the papers and said, "Holy shit, this woman that acted like she's been loving me this whole time, and I'm taking care of her because I love her." Really yeah. was treating and me he like was adopted. shit, and she's not even my mom. Yep. I mean, that's why she was treating me like shit. She and put me in fucking She danger. had a mental illness herself. Yeah, she had a mental illness, so she basically put it on him. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Her mental illness of no love forced her to not fucking love the kid she adopted. I was treating him like shit yeah. instead of loving him. I, I, I agree with you as far as no, no, um, but, showing but, love to people. Absolutely. Like but, on but a daily. Mental illnesses, yeah. But yeah, you're right. Some could be that strong, bro, that you just, there's nothing to overcome it. Yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. Cause I'm sure, like I'm sure, there's people that show love to the Parkland shooter in school. Yeah. You know. Maybe not. Or maybe not. Who knows, yeah, bro? Who knows? Know. But yeah, no, you're right. Maybe some maybe people did. Know, he had like, you maybe, know, somebody that. Maybe, but you don't know. Maybe, maybe, and remember, remember the part where. But look, the one person that we did know that showed love to the Joker. What did he do? Yeah, you let him go. He kissed him on his forehead. Dude, yeah. And said, "Thank you for always being the nice to me, guy. dude." I think there was another person he let go to. There was. Wasn't there another one? Not that, not that. It was him and another. Oh, the the black girl. I think me and Jules were trying to figure out like that scene with Uh when he had those delusions about dating the the chick, the black girl, Uh and um, was it real or not? And then they figured out, oh, it wasn't real. He didn't really date her, whatever. And then that time when she caught him in the apartment, that scene, yeah. And then, I but we don't know. Did he scene, kill her? Dude. Did he kill her when he left? Or no, no, did he, he left. No, no, he just or did left. he just leave? How he do you know? Left. You didn't see he left. He walked out. Yeah, we see him walked out. But dude, oh, did he kill her and he then walk her. out? Yeah. yeah, we don't know. So that's why we're like, damn, did he let her go or True. did he kill him and the? Did he kill her and the and the daughter and then leave? But I don't think he. I don't think he did because oh, she noticed him in the elevator. Yeah, you know, she actually spoke to him and noticed. Yeah, 
Unless that was delusion too. I don't know. Smile. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker's crazy, dog. Yeah, he he was great with that, bro. When he and then the awkwardness of just he didn't say anything at first. Then when he walked down the hall, it was already like too late. Yeah, he's like, hey, bro. That was that was that was bro. I love that shit. Yeah, like that the way he did the awkwardness and it was great, bro. It was great. But I loved how they showed like, bro, there's no love for that nigga. Period. He had the daydreaming. Yeah. He had to imagine love. That's fucking That's sad, right. dude. That's what are you? What are your That's thoughts on? What are your thoughts on love? You think it's something? Um, you think you oh, you're the man. you're a type of person that would get married in the future, or, or you're the type man. of person to just fall in love and just leave it at that, and just it's, have a partner that's just like, it's you know, hard, about man. love. It's hard nowadays, bro. Like, especially after being married so young and realizing, like, yo, what the fuck? You feel me? Like, what the hell is this bullshit? Like, if I were to get married, bro, I don't know if I would sign those papers. I, would, I think I would just have our ceremony with our, with the, our loved ones, mm-hmm. make it official, we still give her a ring, still do everything, but fuck that paper shit. Yeah. A lot of people like, are starting to do that, because, too. Bro, because this is, this is how you got to look at it. Like, okay, these motherfuckers want to look at our relationship like a business. Let's look at our relationship like a business, then. Yeah. Let's not get married. Let's file separate fucking taxes. You feel me? Right. You can claim one child, I'll claim the other child, bro. And we'll mm-hmm. just do it like that. Mm. What the fuck? You actually might get more of a break doing it like that, I believe, yeah. than fucking following together. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And there's just ways you can do that. like, And, bro, you know what's even more? I think, I don't know if they still do it, but supposedly, like, if you live with a woman for, like, over 10 years, you're, you're on paper, you're considered married. Yeah. Like, they automatically just put you married and shit. But I don't know if they can tax you if you're married and all that shit, though. Wow. But if they can, bro, what the fuck, dog? Like, that's wild. That's, inc- that's crazy. So we got to look that law. Mm-hmm. There's a law like that. <laughs> There's a law like if you live with a woman. Well, it might be certain states, but I've heard of that law, bro. We live with, we all live together for a certain amount of years. Like, like in Aroha, man. <sighs> okay. Welcome back to Nate's room. Oh, your help. So uh, we were just on the topic of love. Um, so, yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. You saying we're talking about how it how it kind of doesn't make sense for you to get married in the future. In yeah. the future. Well, not get. But married. what about if you meet a girl that's like, "Yo, I want to get married, and I want to get those papers signed." Like, oh fuck! And I want to do all that shit. Ah oh, man. Because that's how you make it official in America. Well, I mean, if it's if it's if she's an illegal immigrant, I'd understand. Yeah. I'd be like, all right, babe, you know, fuck it. I love but if you. she's regular American, you're like, yo, you're already, we're already in this. I'll, I'll explain to her like why it makes no sense. Like we can still do the ceremony. I'm still down for the ceremony. I'm gonna get you your ring. So you wouldn't do the I'm papers. I'm gonna do no everything how but much... fuck that paper shit. And if she says she still wants to do it, fuck it. If I love you, fuck it, I'll do it. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. But I'm gonna just. I ain't gonna be happy signing that motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> I'm be sitting here looking at her like, "Bitch, I done told you, <laughs> niggas done taking all fucking money, like, <laughs> baby." <For real. laughs> yeah, but it's all good, man. But, yeah, I think um, they're saying that marriage is a dying thing, and how you know a lot of people, a lot of people are like, kind of have the same thoughts as you as far as signing the papers and and saying, "Oh, we have to pay the you know the taxes and." You know, if we get a divorce, have to do this, she gets yeah. mo- mostly everything, Crazy and then guy. it's not really any benefit for the guy at all. It's not. 
But don't get me wrong. Like, I do believe in, like, having that one soulmate that you have forever. You know, marriage yeah. or not. Like, that's what that's what it really is about. No, but the fact sure. that they're putting, like, a business behind your soulmate is, to me, is bullshit. Yeah. Like, that's just the way I see it. Like, that's America, bro. They got to put a business behind fucking everything. Yeah. How can we make it lucrative? Like, let's have a $10,000 wedding and make them fucking sign their taxes away for the rest of their lives, bro. Yeah. And their children. So they could just claim, because, you know, they pay for children. So yeah. with you be you being together, you're both paying. You're both getting the amount for one children. You're splitting uh-huh. it, basically. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah, man, it's a setup, dude. They can set you up, man. You don't even realize it. That's why Eddie didn't do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Man, has a whole family. You feel me? has a soulmate, bro. Yeah, I'll call the dog out like that. <laughs> man, hey, but yeah. shoot, she's, that's, she got a ring. She got, that's his wife, man. Oh, word. That's, that's pretty wife, smart, bro. man. Oh, so so he didn't actually bro, that's get Eddie's paper wife, signed. Bro. In that's his wife, dog. Straight up. Not, she has know, a ring and he's everything. Not calling that his, he's not calling that his girlfriend, his baby mama. That's his wife, dog. Yeah. But you don't, you don't see no fucking, I guarantee, I'm pretty sure, because Eddie's the one that told me about this shit yeah. in the first place. Yeah. He's like, dog, it makes no sense. He's like, I make too much, and then she's going to make too much. No, bro. Fuck that. Yeah. We're, we'll start, we'll create ourselves as a business, both of ours, and we'll tax ourselves that way. Wow. That's pretty smart. It's not a bad Genius, way to look bro. at it, to do things. Genius. Yeah, it is. You got to find the loopholes in this bitch, bro. <laughs> you find yeah, the loopholes, you, you, you move. So y'all look into that, man. Yeah. Make your love a business. Yeah. Don't, you know, let, don't let don't uh, let everybody in your love business. Yeah, don't <laughs> let America in, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just do your thing. Straight up, bro. Yeah, so what else has uh, been up with you, like, where you're trying to, you know, excel at or get better at, I should oh, say? Oh, man. Or just I feel like I've been doing a lot of uh self growing lately, man. Like, you know, a lot of reading, a lot of like um t- t- taking my solo trips, man. I've been doing a lot of like self um what's the word? Like looking into myself. Self learning. Yeah. Basically. You know, like learning like more about myself, what I want in life, is what matters, what doesn't matter, mm-hmm. what shouldn't stress me, what what I mean, but basically, what I shouldn't stress about, period, you know, and just what and what steps I needed to do to to reach my goals, you feel me, and just stay focused on my goals, and also um, knocking out negative thoughts, man. That's what that's what I've been really practicing, bro. Like, yeah. just really erasing negative thoughts, realizing when I have those negative thoughts, and literally training my brain to like, all right, bro, you th- yeah, you think it like that, but get that shit out of here, uh-huh. you know, because you got this. Which is positive, and this is where you're going. Yeah. And focus on the positive to keep moving positively. That's right. You feel me? So that's really what I've been. <coughs> my bad. Focusing my energy on and just moving with. And shit, man, it's been great, bro. It's been that's great, good. Man. So you just been basically trying to get yourself right spiritually. Yeah, and you know, of course, you know, you have the stresses of life that, you know, happen, mm-hmm. and will try to bring you down, and of course, it'll depress you. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you got loved ones that are going through shit or will go through shit. <clears throat> and I feel like doing, like, with that, like, really training my mind with that, it really, like, keeps me strong to keep them strong at the same time. Yeah. Because I don't let that shit bring me down. And I almost uplift them to help them understand that, like, yo, you're going through a hard time right now, but that shit ain't going to last. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That as long as you stay strong, that shit is not yeah, going to last, bro. you're basically bigger than your problems. You're bigger than your problems, dude. But you just yeah. got to be fucking... Remember that. Remember that. Like, that's why I have my five num- my number five shit, bro. Because whenever I see that, dude, oh, dude, after finding that book shit, it's like really, really, really... That's really tells me to keep my focus on the positive. So, and realize that there's a God in the, there's yeah. a God in me, bro. Uh-huh. There's a God in you. There's a God, there's a God in God all. In me. Literally, bro. God made us in the image of Himself, bro. There's a God in us. Yeah. That is what's said in the Bible. We are made in the image of Himself, which means that we are Him. Yeah, He's in us. So that kind of brings me to like synchronicities. Like, mm-hmm. so you believe that those your number is number five, mm-hmm. and that was what your basketball number. That was my man. It's my given number, dude. Yeah, my birthday equals that number. Yeah. The city I'm raised in, it was my birthday with that number. It's just, it's just, yeah. uh, I'm not going to lie. I feel like you, you and Julius, I feel like see those, no, like Julius is 913, yeah. you're five. And I feel like you guys see those numbers a lot. You know, yeah. I see 1111 a lot. I didn't see 913 yeah. a lot too. Since I used to see, I used to see 1111 a lot too. And now five. I'm starting to see 444. That's the weird thing. Like now it's changing. Look, you, should look, four, four, you should look at what that, what that means. Yeah. But five, man, five is just, I'm a dad's fifth child. Oh wow! I'm the fifth cousin out of all my cousins that I'm close with. I'm the fifth born. Wow! Um, like I said, I was number five. I, my basketball number was given when I I was literally going. I made the freshman varsity team, bro. They didn't have my number anymore. My coach gave me number five. I was like, yo, this is your number. And he was given number five, and I was that number my whole high school. What does career. it all mean, Basil? <laughs> yo, <laughs> if five, the number five means change. Positive change, change man. That's it. That's exactly what it means. Positive change towards what you want, towards yeah. your dreams. So we just gotta keep making changes. Yeah. You know, I mean, as long as you're constantly changing and evolving, you keep growing. So what's what's the one thing you think that's like kind of maybe holding you back personally from growing? And like, w- how do you think you're gonna go about it? To or is there nothing holding you back from growing? Or? Uh, I think what's holding me back is just putting the action for it. Yeah. I'm just just beginning the process. Mm-hmm. You get me? Like I, I like um, like I've been doing great with writing my ideas down. I've been doing great with whenever I feel like writing. Just even when it comes to poetry, bro, I've been writing poetry now. Like, nice. Yeah, like, I've, I've always walk, been. I seen you writing something about your thirties or being thirty, like a, po- a yeah. poet, yeah, like a always, poem. I mean, yeah, I'm always because I always used to just write poetry, bro. Like I always used to just just write, bro. So yeah. I'm trying to get more back into that, like just being like a free thought writer, like. Fuck what anybody's thinking. Yeah. Fuck what I'm thinking. Just flow with it mm-hmm. and go. You know. Flow. So that's what I'm trying to. Even even I'm even thinking about like I'm really like even thinking about getting into music, man. Like it's because I realized how much I love music. Like I'm just like, yo, why not, man? Yeah. The parodies I've done have done. Oh yeah. Pretty fucking you amazing. You wrote you wrote all our parodies mm-hmm. for yeah. Road to Hollywood. And I'm like, you know what will happen? And even when I actually wrote a rap, like, bro, I got a fucking award for it. Yeah. In high school, the first time I actually wrote a rap seriously, I got an award. And I was yeah. like, yo, why not just shit? Why not dip into it and see what happens? You know what? You probably should, bro. Why not? Yeah. So I've been I've been fucking around, bro. I have little, I have a little freestyles I joke around with. Yeah. I have like little songs I get in my head that I'll that I'll just start flowing with. And I'll be like, yo, you know what? Let me record and just yeah. mess around with it. And now then, that you're telling me the background of it, because I know we've been trying to go to the studio and just record some stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not a big music person, but I like to, like, sing, like, little melodies and yeah. do, like, they just mess around and, like, come up with yeah, concepts and around, stuff. Yeah. So, and like, most, now that you're saying that's that. that's mostly what it is. Like, I'm not going to do it, like, 
to the point where I'm trying to be the biggest rapper. Like, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have fun with it. I'm yeah. gonna make a comedic. I'm gonna make people want to have fun, laugh at what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it is what it is, bro. Yeah. You know, so might as well, man. Why not yeah, have definitely. fun with it? I yeah, got next time. I got the people that make the beats that will give yeah. me it. Like, dude. Yeah, let me know beat. if you set it up and you just be like, "Yo, Nate, this day we're going to the studio." Bro, but you would have to take you would have to take the initiative though yeah. because bro, bro, we could even make music for our own fucking movie soundtrack. No, nah, for sure. Like we could I even agree. like have fun with it like that. Like, nah, it's just so I much agree. we could do. And it will probably even get even better at it. Oh hell yeah! So that we can might end up might fuck around and make a hit, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah I even, you never know. I even try to, bro. Just joking hey, around. Lots of you never awesome know, things happen when you're doing things that you, that you lo- love to do and, and you have fun with and you're having fun with. Yeah. So that's just what I'm trying to do now, man. Just you know. And I like the and I like the where where we're going with shit, man. Just you know, focusing on the movies, film festivals. Yeah. So what do, what do you think about this rebranding of going into RT? I think studio? it's amazing, bro. I think it's I think it's the right move we gotta make. And I feel like the moves we gotta make now is just, but the rebranding is just reaching out to all these production companies, bro. Period. Like every single one of these motherfuckers need to know who we are. Yeah. And you know? we're gonna take that trip to South by Southwest. I was just talking to Dave about that. Yeah, um, I'm excited for that. Man. About making that trip out there. Um, in the last episode, of, we were talking about basically going out there, meeting people, and mm. you know them accepting our film and us being uh, there yeah. to talk about it and stuff. You know, that'd be freaking awesome, man. I just so. I just hope we keep you know getting accepted by these film festivals, bro, because that's a it's yeah. a good move, man. It's a good look for us to get seen by the right people. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what really we're trying to do, man. Yeah, and the cool thing is we can do our independent thing and then at the same time it's submit to film festivals. So oh, we can always yeah. do both. Yeah, bro. That's a, that's a freaking awesome thing about it, man. Yeah. This internet thing is freaking limitless. Dude. Yeah. It's limitless. just all about the work put in. Yeah, man. And the marketing. And I feel like that's what I feel are. like that's what yeah, that's what what uh we just need to get back to, man. Just really putting in that groundwork to make the results just speak for itself. Yeah. That groundwork, man. That's where it's at, brother. Agreed. You know, once we start doing that, we've been—I mean, we've been doing it though. So, we're now we're just racking our shit up. That's really it. We're getting our shit prepared. You feel me? I agree, man. What? I agree. We're gonna—we're doing good, man. We're on the right path, bro. People yeah. just don't see it. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? Yeah, well, it's gonna be hard mm-hmm. to see. I mean, I feel like they—they they know what we want, mm-hmm. but it's. The work that we have to put in consistently to show to, to show them what we really to, want. yeah yeah so and then that's when they really but it doesn't really matter if they see it or not at the end of the day it's about the work that we do you know yeah you know it's sure. just are we doing enough every day to make it come true yeah it's just a fact you know so that's that's all it is and we just gotta go back to the drawing board and see what we can do know, every I'm, day tr- to I'm make trying I'll be trying to write I'll be trying to work at work though. I'm not too tired, bro. I'll fucking sit there and write, try to do, try to write up some concepts. Just, yeah. I mean, I'm more trying to come up with concepts now, bro. Like situations. Do you think? Do you think your job is a soul crushing job? Meaning, when you get home, you don't feel inspired to really do anything. Uh, I feel like at, at times. I don't feel like it's soul crushing. I feel like it's like wearing worn out. Like it's like a six hour shift, but bro, I'm in the sun. I'm fucking. Mm-hmm. Moving sixty pound bags, boom, 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 like back yeah. to back. You feel me? Like hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. So it's like that. Like, it's a tiring job, bro. You get home, you want to like take a nap and you know relax, and then by the time you wake up, you know to get shit done. 
the next thing you know, you got to go back to sleep until fucking work in the morning. So man. true. So, it's just, like I said, it's just a balance, man. That's why I, I try to, like, just balance it in four-hour segments. Like, all right, I'm going to get four hours before I go to work. I get home from work, I'm going to do four hours, and then I have that time in between to try to get some shit done. Yeah. I, I feel But even, like, bro, the past, like, it's crazy. Because, like, the past two weeks, I've been fucking working my ass off just trying to get shit back in line. Yeah. Because I'm going to Hawaii to go see my god kids, you feel me? Yeah, that's right. So you got to save up and... Man, I, wanna, I just got to make sure I have some shit in line just because I'm going to be I'm gonna be gone for a week. So I'm missing a week of work, too. So I just want to make sure I have money for Hawaii and at, for when I'm gone, when I'm off a week. I'm still yeah. straight, you feel me? Yeah. So, bro, I missed the past two meetings, though. And I just feel like I'm like, damn, I feel like, I almost feel like missing two meetings, bro. I'm out of fucking sync. Yeah. And that's fucking horrible. Yeah. You feel me? Uh-huh. And that's like, that's not a feeling that I want my job to get like, like, that's a feeling that I hate to have because it's like, damn, I'm letting my fucking day job overpower my dream, which shouldn't be fucking happening, bro. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But it's almost like, damn, these two weeks, or three weeks, I missed the past three three meetings, bro. Damn, Because the past yeah. three Mondays, yeah, yeah, I haven't been it's there. That's true, man. That's what I'm saying. So I feel almost like, bro, you feeling that a single... Of your own company. That's why I'm almost glad we're filming tomorrow. Yeah. You get me? Because it's like, damn, I feel like so out of soft, sauce and sink. That's just three weeks, bro. Yeah. I mean, this shit, 10 years, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. And that's, that's just insane to me. But it's like, it's just to the point where I'm so, we're so deep in. It's like, dude, to have my, to fucking get this feeling, like, dude, I fucking hate that. Yeah, it is. I hate feeling. that fucking feeling, dude. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, I would, like, I'll never, ever want. My job to go get in the way of, of my dream any ever again, bro. Yeah. Like period. With anything that anything that has to do with it, bro. Mm-hmm. That's why I hate working on the days we have shit to do. Like I'm trying to get the Sunday. I mean, I'm I'm about to get the Sunday away for the film festival. Cause it's like nigga, they're gonna premiere a timeline. I can't miss that. It's on a Sunday. Yeah, it's on a Sunday, but oh, it's like man. ten in the morning, and I get off at eleven. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, yeah, bro, I can't fucking miss that. I wanted to get a hotel in Miami, like, or not a hotel, but like an Airbnb or something, but it's not going to happen. We're just going um, to have to. When we go to the Miami, f- like, film festival to we check could do that it out, then, yeah. yeah, we have to do that. Well, we could do it while I'm still on Dave, because it's this Friday, right? Yeah. So what I was saying for itinerary, like, this Friday, because I'm off Friday. I'm off from Thursday. Mm-hmm. So Friday, we'll have, um, what? I farted. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Friday, um, Friday we can go to the, we can check it out. Because we, yeah. we're not sure. We're not premiering until on Friday. We can go network, bro. Go network at the film festival. That's right. Because we have all last six passes all 30 days. Mm-hmm. So we'll network. We can meet people. We go to the basement. We check the basement out. What's the basement? What's the basement? The basement's like a, bro, it's like oh, a skating ring. Oh, you mean that place ring, with the skating ring, bowling, bowling alley? Bowling alley, arcade, all that shit. We can go yeah. there, too, like after vibe. Kick it in Miami, then come home. I'm really mad we missed the void. Yeah, get last night, right? Damn, I wish Chris would have told us about it. Last, yeah, bro, I totally forgot. Yeah, but that I, was a, I didn't know. It was a grand opening, period. right? So we gotta keep up with those things, those events, and it was a grand opening, right? My was homeboy. it? Yeah, I, think I it thought they've been having it. They had that, like they the void's been going on for years. Maybe it's a new spot, and there's a grand opening for a new spot. Hold on, so what? The void is only once a year or something? No, nah, they have it like every month, like once a month, I believe. Oh shit! So why yeah. was it so popping this month? I seen everybody. Because I, maybe it was a new spot. Oh, they, uh, you know, because it did look nice. I seen it that on Christmas. Yeah, my homeboy was there too, from work. This nigga came in, left this shit at four, came in to work at five. I'm like, wow. bro, he was like, dog, I was at the void. <laughs> I'm like, bro, for real. That's, fucking, that's, that's sick. Yeah, 
Yeah, but it was a little lit. Yeah, and then you know you network with a lot of people that's there, you know. That's another it's, thing, it's, bro. It's just like, an art place, you know. It's even like, even going out, man. Like doing? I want to go out with purpose, bro. Like I'm so glad I, I don't even know the last time I went to the club, dude. Yeah. Like even when I went to Vegas, dude, with the, with the guy, like I didn't go to the club, dude. Yeah. We did fucking. We did a lot of tourist shit, like went to sightseeing, bro. Like fuck the club. I go to the club in the, the I can go to the club in Miami. Yeah. Here at home. The fuck I'm gonna go to the club in Vegas for. So That's right. it was like I'm just over the club, man. Yeah. Unless I'm with a pack of bitches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not for real though. Like, so, that's the only thing that makes sense for it. Another topic that I know you're really good on is is weed. Oh yeah. Really good on that topic. Ganja you're, man, brother. You're an avi- advocate for yeah, weed man. smoking some ganja. I'm an advocate for the whole marijuana plant, bro. Right now, it's funny, man. Like right now I'm actually like like I said, I've been really just trying to enlighten myself. Agent John's FaceTiming me right now. Oh wow. <laughs> That's funny. Shout out to Agent John, dog. Shout out I'll to call Agent you back. John, man. Man. But um with the with the ganja shit, man, like it's it's crazy. Like I've been, uh, you know, I feel like it's my dad that really put me on how great weed is for us. Like mind, body, mind, body, and soul wise. Like energy wise. Like bro, this thing gives you the most your most natural energy that you need. Like I don't know if I've been telling you, I've been bathing with the weed soap. Did I tell you that. Yeah, weed soap now. I have weed soap. I'll show you it after, bro. It literally has a weed plant on it. It's a Do bar you get soap. High or what? No, it's a CBD. Oh, it's nice. Cannabis, cannabis, cannabis oil soap. Oh, wow. and dude, where'd you get that? Walmart, dude. I was fucking going through it because wow, I've been bathing, I've been bathing with up. black soap. Yeah, I've been doing black soap lately because uh-huh. I'm like, yo, I want to change like the soap I'm using, bro. I need to use this natural shit that's made for us, bro. Uh-huh. African black soap. Yeah. So I'm using that, and then I have.